It's your boy Zay, and we back with a, another official site, Fashion, where we talk about daily affirmation, poetry, mental health, and fashion industries, and more importantly, topics of the day. And the topic of the day is college expectations. And you know who I'm with. What's up, guys? It's your boy Zion back. I'm going to be talking about college experiences. Yes. College is for you. You should evaluate every opportunity before you just dive into college. That's what I feel like. Right. That's how we're going to start it. Man, and I feel like we're forced to go to college. And at a young age, we're forced by our parents and by our peers. Like, college is the only way that we can make it. So, that being said, we're forced by our parents to go to college. And, like, we're not figuring out on what we really want in life. Yeah, we, like, end up following suit rather than following our heart. Because that's just, like, the social construct of society is that you grow up, you go to high school, you get good grades, you go to college, and you get a job. And then you start a family. And then, like, my thing is, though, bro, everything that we learn in college, we can learn for free on the Internet. I'm going to tell you how that's true because, like, since the pandemic, that's what the pandemic is really teaching us. Like, we don't really even need it like that because everything with the e-learning, right? Mm-hmm. And literally everything college professors give you, you can look up on the Internet. That's what I'm saying. And me, man, like, I work with kids, right? And they be coming to me with their little Chromebooks and stuff. And they be like, man, like, I don't get this. Bro, come back in high school. We were cheating off our Chromebook. Yeah, they really enabled cheating. So that's what I'm saying. So everything that we learn in college is on the internet. So before like I get into it, is college really for you? Is you really doing like just what you want to do? Man, I was looking at this um because um this YouTube video with Steve Harvey and he was saying college is cool. It's okay to go to college, but if you don't have no passion while you're in college or the career field that you're heading in, then what's the point? Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Like, we're not saying by any means that college is bad for everybody because it's just like based on your metric of success. Like, if your metric of success is, I want to be a doctor, for instance. Like, you have a passion to be a doctor, then you go and you pursue that. You go to college and you gain the education and the experience you need to do that job that you want to do. But say, for instance, my metric of success, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to control my own fate. I don't want to answer nobody. I don't want nobody working me. Mm-hmm. So why would I go to college when all they do in college is teach me how to get a job and be an employee? Exactly. And you got to think about the teachers. Their job is just to help you get a piece of paper. Yeah. There, There's no guarantee they're going to help you get a job. So when you graduate from college, man... That doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to guarantee get a job. You're like you're just getting a piece of paper. And I'm not trying to discriminate college at all or trying to like be, you know, like just like disregarded. Because in the Bible, like it says in Hoisa, I think I said it right. Chapter 4, verse 6, it says, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. So we need education. But. I'm saying is we don't know we don't have to necessarily depend on a college education. You see what I'm saying? So like if we invest in ourselves and actually educate on and if we educate on what we really want, then we'll have more satisfaction to that. And I, then, I, I believe oh. self education is better than like uh what's the word I should use it? General education. Yeah. Yeah, because when you self-educate, you really learning about the things you really want to learn about. And in that book, I know you read Napoleon Hill, Thinking Girl Rich. He speaks on, uh, what's, what's what I'm searching for? Like, specific information. So, like, he, the analogy he used was with, like, Henry Ford. 
Yeah. He was like, I don't got to know everything about a car. Mm. And they was like, he, he wasn't really an intelligent man. And he was like, you can ask me about the things they teach in schools. Like, they teach us history in school, right? Yeah. Well, all that I need to know is what, when the War of 1812 ended and started. When, like, how's that relevant to what I want to do? Yeah. Because that's general education. And that's what I'm saying. Like, moving forward, like, even in college, you got to think about it. everybody that's been in college has changed their major before. Not everybody, but most people. Yeah. And that's because, man, they listen to their parents. And they go in there blind. Exactly. And before I just, to, and before I go into, like, just any further, man, I ain't, look, because we need doctors, man, we need lawyers, and we need um, engineers. So I'm not trying to say that that's, like, an irrelevant nine to five, but why not have your own hospital? Why not have your own, like, you know, like, just engineering business? Why not, you know, have your own because when you're working that nine to five job, you're dependent on somebody else for a paycheck. Yeah, that's why when I said, like, I want to control my own fate. Like, I don't want to be working for nobody. Exactly. That's where that stems from. But, like, if you have a passion, I say go for it. Because you're successful if you accomplish what, you, what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. And if that includes college, by all means, do that. Even when, like, changing majors, man. Like, because, like, your first major is really, like, the majors that your parents had, you know, had gave to you like oh man maybe you should be a doctor or a lawyer or this and that or this and that and that's something like oh okay but then you look at the money like you know what man I, you know because they do get paid good so why not a lot of people do that too a lot of people go for the money they look but, up they should look up that salary or they made a hundred something thousand a year i'm going to school for that but really like, it's not really about the money it is do you really want to do it and is you really passionate about yeah, it's it really about self-satisfaction so that's why people drop out and they change their major because they not really connected with the career that will reflect their identity as a person and then man because we try to pursue our parents instead of like just pursuing ourselves because mm-hmm. if we try to pursue like just other people, then we lack self-sufficiency within ourselves. Because you're living for them. Yes, like you're yourself. living. Exactly. That's girl. why I say follow your heart instead of follow suit. Yes, man. You got to follow your heart. And then, man, uh, then, then you know, like another thing, when we graduate, guess what? We be in debt. Yeah, in debt. You, you be in debt. And I feel like college is a system to trap you in debt. That's what I said when I was speaking on the uh, social con- construct of, like, America, how it's built. Man. Like, you go to school, you go to college, you get student loans, and you got, you're going to have to find out get a job somewhere, even if it's not in your major, because you got to work on payback that debt. Like, the social construct continues, then you go get a house, and then you go get in 30 more years of debt. Yeah. And then you go buy a car, then you got to get in some more debt, you get a car loan, then look at all this debt that's over your head. It's uh-huh. based on society, because you want to have a new house. It look like you successful and have a new car and you got this cloud over debt on you. And that's what keeps you going back to your job and working in that system of being like a a, a civil, ser- a social servant. And, and my fault, man. Go but, ahead. And, you know, I don't know if you guys know who Brother Benetz is, but he have his own uh, digital real estate course. And he always talk about do for self, do for self. You know, because uh, this pandemic has taught us something. If you work a regular nine to five job, and you dependent on that person. And if your job has shut down, you'll lose that one source of income. You'll like you'll lose all that. So always do for self. So it's okay to work a nine to five job. It you know, cause it's okay to have one source of income, but at the end of the day, you gotta think bigger. You no, know, like uh 
what I heard. Like, you say it's okay to have one source of income, but think about it like this. You one situation away from being homeless, one situation away from, like, being jobless, one situation away from having no income at all. So that's why it's important to have, like, multiple streams of income. So, like, if you're working 9 to 5, when you get home, start working on that side hustle or something like that. So you're just not dependent on that one source of income because if something happens in that job, goes away, what you going to do? And you're going to be looking stuck. So when you're working your 9 to 5, then work that 6 to 10. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I was listening to Prince Darnell, and he said this. You know, when the pandemic hit came, when everybody's job had shut down, and it's crazy. And he said this. If your job or career is not essential, it's possibly going to hurt you in the long run. And it did. So when the pandemic hit and when everybody's job shut down and if your job was not essential, you was stuck at home and you was dependent on what's that shit called? Um, uh, because uh, uh, unemployment. unemployment. Exactly. So the hospital is like essential. So man, you why? I mean, cause why? I mean, so like, but, all right. So before you go to college and before you decide on your career, is it essential? This is not even based on that's from anything. So you want to start a business. Try to do like a need-based business, like you were saying. So like it's pandemic-proof, it's recession-proof. Basically, that's what he's trying to say. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And like even with college, man, I think college really slows us down because we take unnecessary classes. Because like Zion, so like just think about it. First year of college, you motivated. Yeah. Man, you motivated. Oh yeah, man, I'm in college. Oh, yeah, man, I'm going to the college parties, man, I'm focused. And then when, you know, you so worried about, man, I can't wait till I start, you know, like, I mean, like, you're working on my craft and, like, you're working on my field. But when you're taking history, math, science. If you're not in college right now, some of of us might have already went to college or be in college. When you first get to college for your first two years, you most likely going to take general ed courses. Yeah. So it's basically like one step above, or if not the same thing, of the courses you took your senior year and your junior year of high school. Right. That's basically what it is. So you're going to take like the U.S. histories, the literatures, your English classes, the science classes, the science labs. Like you take all this stuff over again in most college cases. And like you'll take like a selective, like a fine arts course, like an art appreciation or a music appreciation. Yeah. Or something like that. And that's the thing. And it's really a waste of time because it really, because you're doing unnecessary work and you're not doing what you really do. do. So, like, my question is for everybody, is this really for me? You got to ask yourself that question. Is this really for me? That that goes back to what we was talking about a couple podcasts ago, like finding your purpose, your passion. Exactly. Once you find that, you just walk in it and you do things that align with that. Man, and I'm going to give you, like, my personal story. So, man, me, I pay for my own college tuition. I pay out of pocket every semester. And my tuition be like 2000 1000 or 1500 And I'm going to tell you about scholarships. If you're not eligible for scholarships, man, well, say if you is, like, because you're eligible for scholarships, but you're a part-time student and you pay for your own college tuition, you know that a scholarship will cut your, tu- will cut your scholarship. So you want me to get the full, like, scholarship. So, like, that being said... So, the scholarship would cut your tuition, that's you saying. Exactly. So, like, I didn't get the full scholarship. So, with me and my circumstances, man, I had a life scholarship. And and, and it cut it, and I and I only got partial of it. So, when it came for my tuition, instead of paying, like, a 1000 man, I had to pay 1500 Because it only paid for some. 
And me, me paying for my own college like just tuition, bro, man, I got stuck in a financial crisis. Man, I ain't have enough money. And then guess what I had to do? I had to get a loan. Yeah, uh, I'll speak on my college situation. So I go to school totally for free on a full scholarship. Yeah. But when I got to college, like, I didn't really know this while I was in college. It took, like, the pandemic was, like, a blessing in disguise for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can say that personally. Because, like, what it's allowed me to self-reflect and really find myself and find my purpose. What I feel like. And when I say purpose, our purpose is, like, it's everlasting. Like, your purpose don't stop. It keeps changing and keep going. Like, yeah. you keep you constantly growing. Right. But, like, I found what I want to do, basically. Mm-hmm. But while I was in college, I felt like I was just there. Yeah. But, like, I felt like that's, like, I'm in college, bro. But, like, I'm just there. I'm not here for, like, no specific reason. I chose this major because that's what I felt like the people around me would want to see me do. Exactly. Or, like, what my parents would want to see me do. Or I just feel like it aligns with me a little bit. So like, I was just there, but like I didn't realize that until after of I was out of college. So I was like, you were feeling like that because college wasn't for you. Because mm. it don't allow what you want to do. Yeah. So when I found out I want to be an entrepreneur and control my own fate, that's like, bro, that just makes sense. So if you just feel like you was there in college, that's because it don't allow what you want to do. Because what's an entrepreneur doing in college? Because entrepreneur needs experience. Yeah. Entrepreneurs need to take action. So when I'm sitting in college, I'm wasting time. You wasting time because a college don't teach you about yourself. They like they don't teach you about what like what a all right. So basically, like, what I'm trying to say is a, a college. We we? Yeah, go ahead, Andy, bro. So what college is, man? They like they don't teach you about yourself. They don't mean teach you on what you're really getting into. Because like because like for example, me when I first started college, right? I want to be a physical therapist. I want to be a physical therapist. And I thought physical therapy was for me because first, man, I like to work out and, you know, like I like to do this and I like to and I'm all about like just exercise. Right. But then I realized, bro, when I came into class, man, you got to learn about the body. You got to learn about the brain. You got to learn about the body parts, all these type of things that wasn't important to me. Yeah. Like it didn't align with your interests. It didn't like align like just my interests. So that being said, I was so stuck. And so caught up what my people wanted and what my family wanted, but I never took the time to ask myself, what do Isaiah want? Mm-hmm. Or what or what do Zay want? So this is so this is what I'm saying. Is your college career really what you want? Cause there's so many people that drop out of college every year. Cause they realize this like this like this is not what I really want. And you don't have to be successful going I mean, so what like I'm saying is you don't have to be successful. Hold up. Because like, what I'm trying to say is, bro. I think what you were trying to say is like basically a reiteration of what I said. Like your metric of success should be based on college. Because your metric of success should be based on what you want to do. Yeah. So, like if you want to be a doctor. So uh, accomplishing college a college is a step to being a doctor. Yeah. So once you do that, you want to step closer to your goal. And once you accomplish the college and then the uh, graduate school and you become a doctor, you're successful. But if I want to be an entrepreneur, uh, college don't align with my metric of success. So my metric of success is creating a business, mm-hmm. basically. It's creating something that generates income and allows me to be financially free. So that's my metric of success if I accomplish that. So everybody got a different metric of success. Yeah. There's no... But society teaches us that there's one metric of success, that you go to school, you get a job, and you do this and that, and, and you're successful. And that's, and that's what I was trying to say, man. You don't have to go to school to be successful. You don't have to go to school to be rich. 
I never forget, man, like I was a senior in high school. Well, not even like a senior, a uh, junior. And my teacher was telling me, for all the ones that want to be rich, you don't have to go to college. Because college is just really preparing you to, to work a better nine-to-five job. That's why I realized these past couple months, we actually going to college just to work a better nine-to-five job. Yeah, it teaches you how to be an employee. Yes, an employee, like instead of being your own boss yeah. or, or your own self-employed. So, man, I'm going to list some of the people that didn't go to college and that is successful. Man, I had referred to this person last podcast, like this episode. So, I had said Jeff Bezos, because Amazon. Think about that. He didn't even go to college. Yeah, some of the people that win on the biggest scales didn't go to college. Mark Zuckerberg didn't go to college. But guess who worked for him? Who? College graduates. Exactly. Mark Zuck. Go, go ahead and say his name for me. Zuckerberg. Yeah. So, he got college graduates working for him. And he didn't go to college to be successful, bro. And then you got Dan Locke, man, the Korean, like this aunt, the Korean entrepreneur. He didn't go to college. Uh, cause Henry Ford, cause just like you said, like a couple minutes ago, he didn't go to college. Yeah, they uh, they say Henry Ford is a really intelligent man, but he has specialized knowledge. That's what I was trying to say. He has specialized knowledge. So if Henry Ford wants to uh. His industry was the automobile industry. And he didn't even have to know everything about uh, cars. Because he know who he hired. Ooh. The people who went to college and learned everything about cars. So mm. if he want to know something, he presses the button on his desk. And then the engine specialist come in his, uh, his office. He said, well, I want you to make me an engine that can generate this many horsepower. I don't know how to do it, but you know how to do it. I'm telling you what I want. Yeah. So you go and figure it out because that's what you went to school for. Yeah, man. And, and I think everybody have heard of this person. Or even seen this movie, Chris Gardner. You know, I think everybody has seen the movie called Pursuit of Happiness that Will Smith had played. Yeah. So Chris Gardner, he didn't go to college. He graduated from a small town state and a small town city high school. And he was working for this company selling these, uh, like this mechanics. And then he wanted to, to, to be a broker. So he, you know, man, he went through this program and he learned the business, and he got hired on. I mean, because I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, man, then you need to go see it. Cause yeah, it, he, like, met a guy, didn't he? Yeah, so he met, like, this white guy, and then, like, he uh, got into the business of, like, the program, and he learned it. And But he had to struggle. And I think that's why people don't drop out of college, because they afraid of the struggle that they might have to go through. Yeah, bro, I got this quote from this book called The Alchemist. Go ahead. Uh, uh, it's about this boy who's like pursuing his uh this treasure, but like the treasure is within him, right? Mm-hmm. And this this recall is like he says, "Why do we have to listen to our hearts?" And he's talking to the alchemist. The alchemist says, "Whenever you listen to your heart, that's where you will find your treasure." So like that feeling inside you telling you you should do this, you should follow it because that's what's gonna lead you to your ultimate uh, of happiness. That's where you are gonna feel fulfilled because you're doing what you truly want to do, right? And when you were saying something else, I had another quote in this book that I was going to align perfectly with that. What was you just saying? I was saying that, um, what was I saying? I was saying that people are afraid of the struggle that they might have to go through when they drop out of college. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, when people are afraid of something, that's because they don't feel they genuinely deserve what they're asking for. Mm. So, if you be like, man, I want to be a millionaire, but you be like, man, ain't nobody in my family a millionaire. Maybe I should, uh... 
this ain't for a couple hundred thousand. Like you already messed up, bro, because you you already down to yourself, bro. And that's what I'm saying, man. You got to know your worth, and you got to know the time and uh, effort and uh, dedication that you willing to put in like towards yourself. And again, people people are afraid of the aftermath. Or man, you got some college students that they don't want to disappoint their parents. Again. You doing it for your parents. You doing it for your parents, but what are you doing for you? Are you pursuing yourself? So mm-hmm. that being said, man, you have to pursue yourself first, or no, or nobody else is gonna matter. Cause like that's what I'm saying is, if you just keep on pursuing just other people's dreams for you, you'll lack your dreams like just within yourself. You'll lack the self happiness, the self like efficiently on how you just want to like just touch. Things, things, things like that's like around you that you want to impact. Yeah, but I found a quote. Go ahead. It said, if a person is living out his personal legend, a personal legend is your dream, basically. If a person is living out his personal legend, he already knows everything he needs to know. Mm. That's all you need to know is what you want to do. And there's only one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve, and that's the fear of failure. So if you have any doubt, you need to, you need to reevaluate yourself. What's causing that though You need to eliminate it ASAP And you said By having a plan And I have a quote too And I think Prince Darnell said this And he said this He said A man without a plan Is dead But a man with a strategic plan Is ahead I'm gonna say that again A man without a plan Is dead A man with a strategic plan Is ahead He's ahead of the game, and he know where where that he want to go. He know where where like his destination is. So you got to have a plan. So if you in college and if you want to drop out, have a plan. Don't just drop out and then be like, man, I don't know what I want to yeah, do. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Yeah, like before you drop out, make sure you have a plan of action. Cause you just okay, drop out. Be like, man, what what I'm gonna do now? What are you gonna do now, man? So like that's what I'm saying. Man, your dreams are bigger than education. Your dreams are bigger than college. Because your dream, everybody has an imagination. Everybody has creativity. But first, you have to know that I am creative. Yes. So everybody can be the next Thomas, um, you know, like just Edison. Or the next, um, you know, like just Henry Ford. But, everybody is creative. But first, you have to realize that you are creative. That's why everybody don't, uh, like, reach their success. Because everybody, in this book called The Alchemist, he met this dude, uh, this dude who said emeralds, right? Mm-hmm. And this man said, my my uh, true dream is to visit Mecca, right? Because they in, like, uh, he's in Egypt, actually. He's, yeah. like, northern Africa. And, like, people practice Islam in, like, the northern region of Africa. And if you don't know what Mecca is, like, as a person that practices Islam, you have, like, five principles or five duties as a Muslim. And one of them is to visit Mecca. Mm-hmm. And you walk around, uh, it's like a large stone. You walk around it seven times and then you touch a stone. Yeah. So, like, this man... Well, he knew his dream, right? Yeah. But, like, he didn't want to give up something that he already had, his emerald store. He's like, I have this store, right? But when the boy came along, he, like, innovated the store. They started making more and more money. And he was like, I have enough money to go to Mecca. But it's like, it's the thought of having that dream that keeps me going every day. I'm not really ready to act upon it yet. Mm. And that's what keeps me going. But... In this book, it also says that, like, your heart your heart is only going to talk to you for so long, right? Yeah. So, like, it's like your conscious is, like, and your heart is one and the same, right? So, it's telling you to follow your dream. Yo, it's only going to keep nudging you so long, right? Yeah. Because once you stop following, it's going to start eating away at you. Like, your conscious is going to start eating away at you. Yeah. But your heart don't want you to suffer that long. So, 
as the days go on, it's gonna fade out and fade out, and then you just gonna be living by. Think of it as you just gonna be like going with the flow at that point, because that's what this man was doing. He was just going with the flow, cause he he take action right when the feeling was strong. Yeah. It's like right now where we at? The feeling strong. Mm-hmm. So this one you should start now, cause remember what I was saying? When you start now, you got beginner's luck. It's yeah. A principle of favorability. Yeah. It's like when you start right when it starts, that's when you have the greatest chance to accomplish whatever you want. It's right when you get that urge to do it. So that's why you should create a plan and take action upon it. And Plus, the universe is working in your favor to accomplish whatever you want. Exactly. And you were saying about, man, your dreams, well, like your dreams will urge you if you keep on ignoring them. And that is true, man. Your dreams will keep, like, ignoring you. Like, you will have these visions. You'll, like, you will have these premonitions of. Yeah, that's your heart talking to you. Yeah, of wanting to do this and wanting to do that. But it's only going to do that for so long. Exactly. Because if you, like, if you know you want to be, uh, say, if you know you want to be, like, a multi-millionaire author, right? Right. But your job right now is an accountant. Yeah. If you keep doing that accounting job, like, you've been doing it for, say, you're your first year accountant, but you you, you got tired because you only been doing it a year. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and pursue that author. You, you don't know what can happen. You can become that multi-millionaire yeah. author, that New York bestseller. But if you just keep going with the flow of being an accountant, and then you look up, you five years down the road, you look up, you ten years down the road, man, it's, it's kind of too late to... Yeah, pursue that of uh, that author dream because you just you just gonna follow suit. Yeah, and I want to say this is like every college student man that's going through you know rough times of you know that itis of like man I'm just ready to graduate this that and the fourth and you just ready to get your paper in and just really take a break from school man know this know that um when you graduate. And when you finally get that paper, what's next? Yeah, that's what you need to think about. Be like, once they give me this piece of paper, what uh, what I'm gonna do then? Yeah, like, what are you gonna do then? What's next? Am I gonna work this nine to five and then work this nine to five for a while, and then pursue a bigger and better career? There's nothing wrong with that as well. There's nothing wrong with that, and this is like the American dream, as in you go you go to school and you work a nine to five. But my thing is, if you haven't checked my if you ever check our like this official site fashion page on like Instagram, out my like one of my older videos when I talk man I talk about the American dream, which is going to college and living like a normal life. But you have to realize that the the American dream is dead because as we progress in society and in the world, the middle class you got thing. Oh yeah, the middle class is getting smaller and smaller. It's gonna disappear. Exactly, like the middle class is going to disappear. But the wages is always going to remain the same. So everything around us and the prices are going to go up, like houses, cars, groceries. Everything is going up, but the wages in the 9 to 5 is forever going to remain the same. So guess what? The middle class is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. For, not involved. Exactly. Like so, I said, that's a social construct. Exactly. And so for the people that know that it's... So for the people that know that life is bigger than a nine to five job, they're going to invest in themselves and they're going to be in the category of the two percent people that's, you know, making the millions of dollars or making yeah, the bro. hundreds of the thousands. And I found a quote I was just referring to. Yeah. So I'm referring to this book, The Alchemist, that I was earlier. And he was talking. So he meets like four people in this book. He meets a king, mm-hmm. a gypsy lady and the alchemist is three people. Actually, I said four. Right. So right here he's talking to the king. And the king, and the king says, "There's like the greatest lie in the world." He said, "Well, so, well, what's the world's greatest lie?" The boy asked, completely surprised. 
And then the king says, it is this, that at a certain point in our lives, we lose control of what is happen happening to us. And our lives become controlled by fate. That's the world's greatest lie. So that's basically what I just explained. And I'm going to read the next line. And then the boy said, that never happened to me, the boy said. They wanted me to be a priest, but I decided to be a shepherd. That's what I was like referring to when I used the analogy of the accountant and the author. Mm -hmm. So like after a certain point, if you had an accountant, you just want to uh, lose control of what's happening to you because at the beginning stages, you have that urge to do what you truly want to do, right? Right. But like at a certain at a certain time, you just gonna be like, man, this is my fate because you've been doing it for so long. Mm. And what Zion mean is when you have reconciled of just working a nine to five job. You'll forever work that nine to five job. You'll forever be in debt. You'll forever be paying off your college tuition. You haven't reconciled with the fact that your dreams are bigger than a college education. You, yeah, you accepted that fate. You accepted it. And, and I got this quote, bro. I got this quote. I first, I first heard it in the Nipsey Hustle song. Right. He was like, "I'm the master of my fate," because I'm the type of nigga on the master to my tapes. Mm -hmm. But then I read, I read this book. Uh, actually, the Napoleon Hill thinking grow rich, but the real quote is, "I'm the master of my fate and the captain of my spirit." Yeah. So like, when you master your fate, you control whatever happens in your life, no right. matter what. That's why I want to be an entrepreneur because I got ultimate control. Nobody's working me. I don't answer nobody. Exactly, man. I'm working. I'm working from my heart and my desires. That's what I'm working towards. And I want to come back to the college like education. Yes, college is cool, and we're not knocking education, but just know. That your dreams are bigger than the education, I man. Your dreams are bigger than the system that the world and that the American dream try tries to tries right, to upon you, exactly, yeah. and just bestow just upon you. So, man, just think big. There's nothing wrong of dreaming big, and for the ones that's saying that, you know, you should just cut them off. Yeah, they don't align with you. And I got one more thing I wanted to share with them. Yeah, man. Like I was saying, like when you first get that ultimate urge, that's when you should act upon it. I got this quote from this book called The Alchemist as well. Mm -hmm. And it says, this is the way it is. It's called the principle of favorability. When you play your cards the first time, you're most likely to win. Because you're most sure to win because it's beginner's luck. Mm. So once you once you start the first time and you work towards it and you commit to it and you're persistent, you're going to win. It's just a matter of time. You just got to keep going. And don't think it's going to be, uh, I'm just going to do this and it's going to happen, man. You're going to get tested, bro. And I think what uh, the author mean by beginner's look, man, you know, when you're in a situation where you want to make certain moves, that's going to pursue your satisfaction. And you're not sure if it's going to play out. But when you take the initiative and you finally go after it, then you'll be surprised when you accomplish it. Because it's already lined up with the universe on just like you said. Yeah. So, bro, this you breaking up just more gems, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, in this book, it also said this word. I think it's an airport. It's called Mactub. Yeah. But it means it was written. It's written. So, like, I I, sh I think of it like this. Like, our faith is already written because we know. Like, I said, I said we control. I'm trying to contradict myself. I said we we master our faith. But our faith is your dream, right? Mm -hmm. So, when you follow it, it's already written because you know you're going to succeed at that point. It's just a matter of time before it happens. Exactly. And I never forget my barber. Um, My barber is my brother Tristan. And he said, you know, ask me on what I'm doing and stuff. And I was telling him. And, you know, like, I want to be this and, like, I want to be that. But, like, man, I seen the signs, but it haven't, like, aligned up yet with the universe. 
it haven't lined up yet. You got to go through certain stuff. You got to go through certain things. You may have to go through, but take, you know, but taking a break from education. Bro, this, everything in this book is aligning with what you're saying, bro. Because yeah. he started as a shepherd, right? Right. And then uh, he had to sell all his sheep to get a ticket to go to, because he's trying to get to Egypt to find some treasure, right? Right. He don't know the treasure inside of him. Right. So like he sold all his sheep. And that aligns with his clothes. I got under him right here. He was like, you got to choose for some." He says, you had to choose between something he had become accustomed to to get something he wanted to have. Mm. So he was accustomed to being a shepherd, to having his sheep around him all the time. But he had to be like, man, I got to change. So that's what we say. You got to change your habits and your and the things you want to to align with your goals, basically. So he became accustomed to something. But he was like, my dream is bigger than this, so I got to let this go to move forward, right, to grow, basically. So he, he sold his sheep to get a ticket to go to Egypt, right? Right. So that's one step, right? Mm -hmm. But he got to Egypt. He trusted somebody. And like I said, it's not going to be all sweet and peaches. You're going to get tested. He trusted somebody. He lost all the money. He lost all the money he got from selling his sheep. Yeah. So he's sitting there in Egypt, flat broke. And then, you know, like, those those feelings of doubt started creeping. Like, man, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, bro. Maybe, bro, I, I should have just kept being a shepherd. And that's that feeling like, man, maybe I should just keep being in this accounting, bro. I shouldn't go be that author, bro. Yeah. Type shit. And then, but he stuck, he kept going. But this, this would let him work for the uh, Emerald guy I was explaining. So he had to go make some money. He started working at the Emerald shop. And then, at first, he was like, man, I'm just going to make enough money to go back and buy my sheep back. Make enough money to buy twice my herd size. So I'm going to be up twice as big as I was as a shepherd. But then once he made enough money, and his heart, his heart kept nudging him, right? That's that feeling. Man, you don't really want to be a shepherd, bro. You want to go find your treasure. So when he got enough, he sat down with that shepherd, with the emerald guy I was telling you. Yeah. And the emerald guy was like, we both got enough money to go follow our dreams. I already explained this. We both got enough to go, to go follow our dreams. He was like, but for me... It's enough knowing that I have that dream. That's what keeps me going every day. But he was like, for you, I know you're not going back to be a shepherd because you're going to follow your personal legend. So the boy kept on going, right? Yeah. And this is what led him to the alchemist. He had the, uh, he was in, uh, so he had first crossed into Africa. I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but I hope this makes sense. So he, he crossed off in Africa. He lost his money. Then he met the Emerald guy. He worked for him. And he made enough money. To either go back to eat, go back to where you came from, or to keep going forward. So, in your dream and what you pursuing, you gotta keep going forward after you face those adversities because they gonna hit. You gonna bump your head. It's gonna happen, it's no gonna matter happen. what. Exactly. So he was facing adversities. Like, should I go back to what I'm comfortable with, or should I keep going to the unknown, following my dream and my passion? Right. Right. So he kept going and it led him to the desert. Right. Mm -hmm. And he met the alchemist. What I was going for this, and then with the alchemist, he learned that like. With the desert, it's just like another path, and it's just like another. How should I put this? It's like another stop on your journey, type stuff. It's another destination that you just there for right now, but you're going to you're going to go to another destination once you have accomplished what needs to be taken care yeah, of. Yeah, and I'm just gonna end it off with this. It's like you go through all these different steps and these lessons, and these journeys, but at the end of that, it's your goal, right? Right. But once you get to your goal, you wouldn't have got to your goal if you went through all if you didn't go through all that. Again. Um, man, you talk about in the alchemist book, you know, the, you know, like the treasure, the treasure is within ourselves. And I wanted to give like a personal, like this reflect, you know, when I wanted to drop out of school and when I was thinking about it and I was stressed and I was like, man, I just want heaven on earth. And that's all I want is heaven on earth. And I just want, and for the ones who don't know what heaven, 
and for the ones that don't know what heaven on earth is, heaven on earth is having life, having life abundantly, and having the things that you want. And I was searching for heaven on earth for the past four months, right? But it's within you. That's what I'm about to say. So when you gave me that book called The Four Agreements, and it talked about heaven on earth. So my mentor is saying, you have been talking about heaven on earth for so long, but what if you're looking in the wrong direction? What if it's already in front of you? Or what if it's at the gas station, but you keep looking up and down, but it's already like in front of you, but you're just missing the concept and you're perceiving the whole lesson differently. So when I had read the book called The Four Agreements, which everybody need to go check out, by the way, and they got the four leaf um, pitches on the book cover. So um, what I'm about to say is when I read the book called like The Four Agreements, it said heaven on earth is within you. So for everything that you're searching for, love dreams goals or self-satisfaction it's all within you yeah like i might not but when i remember reading the four agreements it's like everything we live in is like within the dream right yeah it's like uh reality is really a dream too but when you take control of your own reality you live in your own dream basically mm. so that's basically what you were saying as Create, well. creating your own reality yeah, yeah you following your personal legend you following your heart and that's what I'm saying. That's what we, that's like the message we just trying to pursue in this podcast. We just been saying it in different ways. Yeah. So, man, you create your own reality, which we have talked about before in previous podcasts. But, you know, again, if you're a college student and if you're overwhelmed and feeling pressure, man, take the time to reflect. Is this is is this really what I want? Yeah. It, that's it, the first step in it. Is this really my dream? Yes. Like, if this really my dream, if if. If this really what I want to pursue in life, do I want to work a nine to five? But let's be honest, you have to come to a decision. Do I want to be ordinary or do I want to be extraordinary? And everybody, everybody not going to be extraordinary. Like I said, everybody's going to be satisfied with just having that dream in their head and just always thinking of it when they want to. They're going to fall into their fate. They're going to accept that fate of what's right in front of them instead of just taking their own route. Exactly. And if you're playing around, if you're BSing and not taking things seriously as you should, you you might you have to be okay that okay, I am telling myself I wanna be ordinary. So that being said, don't be mad when you go over your homeboy house or your homegirl house and they living in and they living in a big boy mansion. Cause they chose to be extraordinary. You know what I think? Well, I think when people being ordinary, they don't even realize it because they just go on the floor, like I said. They just uh go on with life takes them. And they you don't take do their own path. And you can't do like, that. Think about, think about what our friends doing. They all in college right now. They having fun. But, like, what we doing, bro, it get lonely sometimes. Because, like, you left with yourself and your thoughts and your goals and the disciplines you have to go through every day to achieve what you're trying to. Yeah. So it's like you sacrificing something at the same time. Because you could be off doing what they're doing, but you know you don't want what what they're doing leads to is what we're talking about, the social construct or going to school and get a job. Because you know you don't want to do that. Yeah. So it's basically like you standing up while they're sitting down. Mm, you standing up while you sit while they're sitting down. So stand up for yourself. So if your parents forcing you to be in college, stand up for yourself. And I know it's a scary thing, but you is the captain of the you is the captain of your fate and the master of your soul and the master of your spirit. And this, like and this is your world. Mm-hmm. And if you don't end up where you want to be, there's nobody fault except your own. Exactly. So you don't have to live with it. Like I said, like your conscience gonna eat at you for some long, but. If you follow, if you follow what you truly want to do, 
And follow your passion. Once you do it, I promise you, it's going to feel so good. You're going to feel like you're working, walking in your purpose. Because I can personally say that's what I feel like I'm doing. I'm pursuing what I want. And it's, it's so satisfying. Yeah. And I know I'm going to win because, like I said, it's already written. Uh, my bro asked me. I had tweeted. I was like, hopefully this is my last semester of college. And he was like, how? He said, how? Question mark. I said, well, bro, I'm going to launch my business. I'm doing this podcast. I'm working towards this. I got this. Since I'm doing online school, I got this many months until, like, if it, so I said, I got this many months until August, because that's when, like, that's when we think we'll be able to move back on campus, quote, unquote. Yeah. So I said, I got this many months until August. I got nine months to get right. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to dedicate myself to get right, do whatever I have to do. Right. So I already know I'm accomplished what I'm uh, aiming for, because it's already written, but I have no doubt. Ultimate faith, it's a constant. Like, think of it like, as your dream is like the ground. When you put your foot down, mm-hmm. you don't question the ground, do you? Why? Right. You just know it's going to be there. It's, exactly. So I think your dream is like, man, I know I'm going to have this because I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. Yeah. You gonna, you already know. Unlimited faith. I got that from Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> unlimited faith. <laughs> I got unlimited faith, bro. That's really you have to do. Like, be willing to die behind what you want, bro. Die behind it, man. So, man, I hope y'all... Really enjoy this podcast, especially for my college student that's listening and for the older people that have already graduated college. And I hope you like like this podcast and hopefully, man, you will, you know, like you learn something. And um, again, if you want to support us, Cash App is dollar sign of official site fashion. PayPal is official site fashion 12. Yeah, so we're going to have all those links in our Instagram bio. Click the link and it's gonna give you the link to everything. The podcast link, the PayPal links, the Cash App links, everything. Yes, and we're gonna have a website up coming soon, so y'all stay tuned for that as well. And again, thank you for tuning in for official site fashion podcast. Most definitely, and I hope y'all just able to convey the message to convey the message we were trying to portray, man. Because it's definitely a powerful one. I hope we impact at least one person. That's my goal: impact at least one person and just just follow your heart, bro. Whatever you want to do, just go for it, bro. Go for it, man. So, man, we love you guys, and y'all have a blessed day. Peace. Peace.